Are you sure you're in the right place? Well, you've tuned into the right podcast. Good conversation, no gimmicks, but sarcasm is in full effect. If you're sensitive, you can make your ex. You can go. You'll need big panties and big draws to enter in. Are you packing? Or sacking? Ooh, you nasty. Hmm. This is No Kickstand Podcast with Brooke Essence. I can only be me. Hello. It's been such a long time. It's been a whole decade. I haven't thought to y'all since the last decade. <laughs> but nonetheless, it is great to be back. Um, recording my episodes I started from scratch um, it was all it was a tough decision but it was a decision I felt like I needed to make and rebrand and start fresh again and I think sometimes that's a good thing um, being the last time you know you spoke to me the eight episodes I, I did prior to this I believe I was using I mean, outside of the people I interviewed, which was insightful information, I felt like the podcast and the platform I was using was uh, venting and uh, expressing myself due to the political climate and things that were happening um, in the United States. So I think I kind of let my emotions get the best of me and use and turn my podcast into a venting. Uh, medium and it kind of took on um, a world of its own so I had some deep consideration uh, well deep thought the past two weeks three weeks you know things change um, different things have occurred and have mainly made me really you know internalize and realize and just brainstorm what do I really want to do and that that this was one of the decisions along with other decisions, you know, I've made. So hopefully this can be a lively, um, great interaction and communication and insight to some topics I'm going to speak about. Nonetheless, um, to piggyback off of what I just stated. The topic for today, or what I would like to speak about, will be fear and anxiety. So fear relates to what I have, what I've expressed as far as um, the fear to start over. Uh, I was hesitant and fearful of doing another episode. I didn't think I had it in me. Um, for a while, I had lost a, lost a spark, you know, motivation, the hunger I used to have. Um, sometimes just your environment, your surrounding, just life in general can take that away. But once you realize and you get that, mm, that uh, feeling your gut and kind of like an epiphany and you remind yourself of who you are, despite what you go through, um, and life trials, um, different obstacles, you know, you have to come, you have to overcome, excuse me. Um, you kind of just have to. Put on your gloves, you know, put on your armor and start fighting, just fighting your way through. And I had watched, uh, is it Sarah Jakes? 
Roberts, I believe that's her name, T.D. Jake's daughter, um, has watched one of her sermons on YouTube. It was titled, Girl, Get Up. It was about an hour long. So it was Saturday, about around Saturday night, Sunday midnight. So um, that just motivated me. It inspired me. It got the... um, fighter back in me, the perseverance, the the determination of mental capacity and capability of conquering anything despite um, all the no's I've seen, I I have received, um, things not turning out the way I wanted them to turn out, you know, um, it's just, when I saw that, it's like, quit being sorry for yourself, get up, get up, you know who you are, you know who you are, you know, despite whatever, you know, failures, mishaps, you know, successes, um, handling friendships and relationships wrong, um, having pessimistic thoughts because things are not turning out right, or you think you should be somewhere in life and you're not, um, not being thankful and grateful, just existing and being here, you know, the activity of your limbs, breathing on your own, having a mindset, you know, uh, walking on your own. Um, this, this things we take for granted. So when I saw that, um, when she said, girl, get up and just listen to that, it just sent me to another level. And I'm like, I have too many things I have done that I have not completed yet. So what's my excuse? It's no excuse. It's time to get up. And again, fear can paralyze you. Fear can put you in places and boxes and limit you beyond your capabilities. Because guess what? Your mind has played tricks on you, ghetto boys. And fear, it has a lot of power. But guess what? It doesn't have so much power that you can't knock it down. At the end of the day, you have to say so. That was one of the things that um, spoke to me. And I was speaking to a good friend. And um, she said, I would like to hear your perspective and want you to touch on the topic of fear and anxiety because a lot of people um, deal with it. They just don't want to speak about it or they don't know how to cope and still be fearful and move on with their life, you know, still try to chew at it and chew at it. And then, um, you know, when she's one of my closest friends, been knowing her since, I believe, I known her sister since elementary. Me and her became friends in high school, and it just you know sprung forward, and here we are today. So I was just being transparent with her about you know just life as far as what I want to do with my career, what do I see myself as far as personal goals and also relationships. Um, you know, getting up in life. You know, like, do you want to have a family? <laughs> Is there anyone that has caught your interest, you know, or how do you value relationships just on a platonic level? And I told her, I think I, you know, have messed up, <laughs> you know, letting old ways and, um, yeah, letting old ways, old ways or old behaviors, um, hinder growth because, um, going back, oh, I'm a reference at Will Smith, um, quote, um, indirectly, but he says each st- each stage and each level, um, the OU is not going to work because you have capped out, you know, capped out. So when it comes to either your work ethic, um, you know, dieting, um, business plan, um, 
family, what else, religion, you know, spirituality, um, just personal development. Each level, you can't keep bringing the OU to new levels because you are capped out. It's going to require you to level up. And if you're not leveling up and actually being honest with yourself and let go of that fear um, of failing or not wanting to change, or if they don't uh, perceive me the way I want them perceive, to perceive me, or I don't want to put my all out here because I'm afraid I might get hurt in return, or I'm afraid I might fail again. You know, that stuff can be hurtful, and it takes a while to bounce back and actually identify yourself and see where you fell short at and try to make some improvements on them. So, um, speaking with her, you know, I'm like, oh, another light bulb went off. It was like, I've got so much, um, inspiration over the past, you know, month. Um, so she said, why don't you touch on fear and anxiety? So fear and anxiety, um, how has fear and anxiety paralyzed you? Or held you back from your true self, you know, um, despite knowing what you're capable of. And also, when has fear or anxiety pushed you or forced you to level up or exceed to be the best person in that moment? Those are just two questions. I'm going to reiterate on them. Well, I'm going to say them again. When has fear or anxiety paralyzed you? Or held you back from reaching and becoming your true self. Despite knowing what you're capable of. And then lastly, when has fear or anxiety pushed you or forced you to excel and be the best that you can be in that moment? Fear can be in business. Fear can be in fearful of forgiving someone. Fear can be fear, you fear moving on. Um, fear can be fearful of going out there and exercising because you're afraid of how people will look at you. Um, fear can be fearful of gaining knowledge because the people in your surroundings or the people in your circle do not value that and mock it. Um, fear can be in spirituality and religion, you know. Not speaking up and questioning and asking why, you know, things are the way they are, you know, really um, testing and questioning leadership, you know, where is thing, where are things going, um, their intentions behind it, the purity behind it. Um, you can question authority. You can be um, fearful of questioning authority. Um, you can be fearful of loving again due to maybe you might be hurt um you probably don't trust yourself you know if you are known to be a cheater um you probably don't trust yourself or you're probably scared due to past traumas uh you're probably scared based on people's perception if that person doesn't align with your social class quote unquote or what you're used to um Fear can be related to medical, you know, fearful of going to the doctor because you don't know what your diagnosis will be because you've been coughing for a long time or feeling sick for a long time. So all in all, fear comes in many different facets. 
So when fear does come, how do you tackle it or how do you identify it and try to find solutions to help you throughout the day and eventually overcome it? What do I do with fear? One of my methods I have with fear, where I try to deal with fear is identify why am I scared? Why am I scared? And then once I start thinking about it, sometimes I get anxiety. I start sweating. When my armpits start sweating, sometimes I start shaking. You know, I don't have an appetite. Um, Just because I guess being so competitive growing up, uh, one thing I could control was my workout regimen, right? So when I worked out and practiced on my game, you know, my skills, I knew eventually that would translate to the court and I will have an advantage over my opponents. And then that good advantage will lead to a W, you know, a win. But that's not the same. That's not the, that's not the same scenario, the same case for life. We can, we can prepare, prepare and try to do the best that we know how to do, but that doesn't generate or guarantee success. Success can be 10 years, 20 years. Um, that doesn't guarantee good health. You can eat right all day long, but if a lump want to show up and it's cancerous or you get, you know, diabetes or if you find out you have sickle cell, you know what I mean? An aneurysm, um, you need heart transplant because you got blood clots and your heart is bad. Like all that stuff is out of our control. So I believe that's why fear and anxiety plays a big part in our lives because the things we want to control, we cannot control the outcome in the end. You know, you can send a hundred text messages to somebody <laughs> saying, I'm sorry, or apologizing, but you're not in control of how they choose to respond. That's not your place to say, I think you should feel this way because I apologize. You know, it, you, you have no say in how they respond or if they even choose to respond, you know, they might just ghost you and that's it. You know, you got to take your L and keep going. <laughs> that's just, I mean, that, that's just how it's going. That's just how it is. You know, that's how it be sometimes. Um, you know, someone, you can go to work and be the best worker and perform, you know, the best. Um, generate the most sales, you know, be the best designer, um, be the best in human resources, the best coder, you know, the best customer service rep, whatever it is. And they can decide to let you go at any given moment, any given moment. And at the same time, even though you gave your best, you had no control of on how the company wanted to utilize you. You had no control, none. They decide to let you go and they don't have to even have a rhyme or reason. Just your time's up, you know, and that's fear. Another form of fear. So fear and anxiety. Um, those are. How can I phrase it? Um, those are two things that people. um try their best to assess and control. I don't want to say control. I don't know if that's the right word, but you try your best to 
keep that under wraps or not let it get the best of you. But at the same time, I think that's what why people um, kind of suffer in silence because how can you describe that you're fearful and what you're fe- fearful of? Because everybody have their own fears, you know. Because um, at the end of the day, you have to keep moving and going on about your daily life. You have to. Fear and anxiety. How, when anxiety creeps up, what are your symptoms? How do you try to suppress your emotions? Well, not suppress them, but actually, you know, calm yourself down and take deep breaths and, and, and analyze and realize, okay, this might be a slight anxiety. This might be slight anxiety. It might be a slight panic attack. You know, my heart's racing a little. I'm getting, you know, a little sweaty. Uh, lips getting a little dry, you know, getting a little headaches, fatigueness. Uh, what do you do? You have to find the best solution for that. You know, I go work out, walk, you know, get some fresh air, get out the house, um, play with my dog, shoot some hoops, make some music. Um, uh, like now I make music with my hands, you know, my feet, all that. <laughs> but, um, you know, try to get around positive people. Uh, watch something funny because I love to laugh. I like comedy shows, um, comedy movies. Not big on um, scary movies and all that, so I don't see how people be watching that kind of stuff because I want to sleep at nighttime peacefully. I don't really want to wake up and Freddy Cougar looking through my window saying, I got you. I, I don't want to see all that. I don't want to see all that. So... <laughs> Those are the stuff, the some of the things I do to um, handle anxiety. Um, so, and also you have to know who you're talking to. because so, some people, um, you tell them, "I'm fearful." I think you know I got slight anxiety. They be like, "Go on, look, you putting on, you putting on." I'm like, "No, I think I really do. I really think I'm having it." But sometimes I don't express that. You know, I just keep some stuff to myself. But I'm just saying, when that stuff does happen, you do have a comfort zone and people you can confide in. Um, sometimes it's good just expressing how you're feeling. You don't even have to pinpoint what you're feeling or hit it directly. Just talk, you know, just rumble just to get it out, just to get it out. And lastly, I think um, fear and anxiety plays a big part in society because it's mocked. It's not good when you're a failure. It doesn't feel good. It does not feel good at all. And then when you were once at a pedestal, a high pedestal that people somehow placed you on just because you were successful and they see you trickling back down, not because anything bad has happened, just the cycle of life and how your life is going at the, in this season, um, they mock you, you know, and want to be funny about, you know, be funny about it and, and trying to make you feel bad so they can make themselves feel even better than what they've been feeling because they're miserable. And I think that's one a main factor in why people don't talk about their fears and their anxieties and having anxiety because fear the fear of being a failure. You know, no one likes to fail in anything. Well, I know I don't. Um, and actually admitting that, hey, I done made a mistake. Oh, or things are not turning out the way they're turning out. Or, hey, I need help. 
you know, those three things are not good to admit because our pride and ego, uh, when it kind of shields us from certain emotions and actually reaching out and, act, and, um, speaking to people or actually being, you don't have to speak to people, but just being upfront and real with yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, like Michael said, like Michael said, man, man in the mirror, you know, actually seeing this is what's happening right now. And again, it goes back to that fear of not being able to control it. You know, everything is trickling down. Everything seems like it's tumbling down. What am I supposed to do? Where do I go from here? You know, I can, I, all these level blocks are falling by. I only have two hands to catch everything. So what am I supposed to do? And then when it all comes tumbling down or when it ceases, what, what's the next step? You know, I just sit here and cry and keep crying. Sometimes that's the best solution. Just keep crying, crying it out, you know, crying it out. And then over time, over time, things will start picking itself back up. But at the same time, it's no guarantee, no guarantee it will. None whatsoever. But we can't let that stop us from achieving all we want to achieve. And whatever you want to achieve, whatever you want to accomplish, you know, whatever you're seeking, we can't let fear and anxiety hold us back. I had an epiphany Monday, you know, after I saw the um, Sarah Jakes um, say, girl, get up. Um, I also saw um, saw Stephen uh, Fersick. Uh, I'm probably butchering his name, name. But um, his sermon said, this is not what I pictured, meaning where did I wh- where did we get our picture from of how our life is going to be perceived? I mean, how our life, how we want to live our life, you know, where do we get an image of certain people that we put on a high pedestal and we perceive them a certain way? Then when they do something that we don't agree with or disappoint us, we're let uh, we look at them differently. That's, but all in all, why did you put them all the way up on that pedestal? You know, they're human too. It's okay for them to make mistakes. You know, whatever that mistake is. But at the same time, I think everybody is redeemable. They're redeemable. Regardless of whatever. Because at the end of the day, we are not God. I had no say in saying, you did this, you're not redeemable. Now, if they keep doing the same thing over and over again, intentionally, it's like, okay, this is who you are. This is what you want to do. Be gone. But if they're actually attempting and trying, it's been about five or ten years or even three or four months since they did something, it's like, okay, they're at least trying. They're putting the best foot forward. You know, people can change. And I think people don't allow people to redeem themselves. And again, we're not God. You can't tell somebody they don't have access to God. You can't do that. <laughs> because we've all going back down to the dirt or getting caught up in the rapture. Anita Baker. And God has a sense of humor. He's comical. But he does it in a way to teach you and to help you grow. And I say this because the same the things we fear don't want to acknowledge or think we don't need are the same things he places in our life and let us know, hey, you were talking all this mess, but look, look at here, look who's helped you. You know, look what you said you weren't going to, you know, pay attention to or how you perceived a certain person. Look what, how it turned out. You know, you said you weren't going to go here, but I got a mission for you to do. 
So you're going to have to cross through these territories, territories to complete this mission. You know, there's no way to get around it. There's no way to go under it, to go over. As they say, you must come in at the door. So with the fear and anxiety, you were fearing of going here or had anxiety of even thinking about certain situations or being around certain people. But now what he has placed them in your presence, or as I should say, he placed you in their presence. So how are you going to deal with it now? What are you going to do now? I just want to add that because I, the older I get, the more I realize that I, I hear you, God, I see you, you, you taught me, you know, humbled me. Um, I, I'm getting the lesson. But, you know, that just, that just, that's just how, you know, I view things. But at the same time, going back to what um, Stephen Furtrick said, said uh, where did you get your picture? You know, your perception as far as how you wanted your life, you know, how you thought your life was going to go, uh, what kind of job you're going to get, what kind of spouse you were going to have, you know, what, what your kids were going to look like, you know, what kind of house you were going to have, um, when you were going to travel, on the date you were going to graduate college, on the day you were going to start that business. Um, the day, you know, you were going to get that job, did your wedding, you know, how it's going to look, where did you get that picture? You know, how, where did that image come from? You know, so again, where, where did that come from? It go back to, um, perceiving certain figures and people in our lives or just people on TV, um, in a bigger light, but when they, do something that we don't agree with, you know, we look at them as just an evil person, not considering all that they have done, you know. Um, and again, go back to that fear of um, people do not want to fail or they want people to perceive them a different way. And sometimes people think people want them. Sometimes people think that the people that they think of or see in a different light really want them to look at them as saints or untouchable figures or perfect people it's like no in reality i know i'm flawed you know i'm glad you look at me that way but i know i'm flawed so if i mess up or do something you know don't charge it to my heart you know um i i, I want to mess up sometimes <laughs> so i can learn my downfalls and my weaknesses but also um so it's character development you know it grows character so those just the many things I want to talk about in this episode I'm gonna cut these down to 30 minutes um no long no longer no more than 35 minutes that was my goal of when I was brainstorming coming up you know and with new episodes actually deciding what I wanted to talk about and the length of them so again fear and anxiety I'm gonna leave y'all with this um the two questions again when has fear or anxiety pushed you or forced you to excel to be the best at the moment and when has fear and anxiety paralyzed you or held you back from really reaching your true self despite knowing what you're capable of we can't let fear and anxiety hold us back from our callings from our destinies from our desires from our interests and for what and from what we know and from our true um love as far as doing the stuff we want to do you know despite looking and saying oh i'm gonna mess up or 
I'm afraid to do it. Just do it, you know? Just do it. Just do it. We ain't taking no more L's. I done took some L's this month. I know I'm going to took I done took some L's. I'm trying to work on them, though. I know I'm going to took some L's, though. <laughs> but this those things I want to leave y'all with. That concludes this episode of No Kickstand Podcast. Fears, anxiety, and eliminating those barriers. On my Instagram page, I had made a quote and I reposted it. Um, it states, being a woman is hard. Being an adult is hard. Life is hard. But guess what? You are the hardest because nothing has stopped you yet. So don't let fear and anxiety stop you from your greatness. Thank y'all for always rocking with me and supporting me. It is appreciated. Remember to follow No Kickstand on Instagram at No Kickstand Podcast. And I'm going to leave y'all with a quote from the great Marshawn Lynch. Take care of your mental. Take care of your body. And take care of your chickens. I'm logging off, y'all. One love. Be blessed. And remember, on a mission, ain't no competition. Brook Essence.